Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks to our friends over at Law Terrain Watches for sponsoring Time to BS Podcast. Use the promo code Time to BS at LawTerrain.com for some sweet deals over on the website. That's Time, the number two, and BS at LawTerrain.com. It's time to BS. We're back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. To another episode of Time to BS Podcast, I am Stanio Smooth, coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York, and this is Time to BS. Thank you to our friends at Law Touring Watches for sponsoring this podcast, and the U Stadium Podcast Network will thank you for U Stadium for supporting this podcast um, since the beginning. Oh, what a very interesting last, uh, I guess you can call it three weeks or two weeks, um, whenever you may be listening to this, but it's been, it's been annoying to say the least. Um, things have been gone, things have gotten a lot of very busy lately and quite honestly, a lot of shit has happened. Um, I could explain what happened, but it's, it's, it's personal business, but it's nothing like terrible as I guess you can call it. Um, but work related, busy, everything's just gotten so busy. Haven't really got a chance to record the podcast. John has been busy. Mike has been busy too. Everyone's been busy. So thank you for, you know, somewhat being patient, but, um, Start off on a very somber note. Um, obviously, there have been three mass mass shootings here in the states um, over the last couple months. The worst one being in Uvalde, Texas, because an 18 year old kid decided, "Hey, let's go and uh, fucking purchase an assault rifle and murder some kids." I'm not gonna get too deep into it because quite honestly I don't need to because it's just upsetting. It's it's upsetting to to see this happen. You know? These are kids. Now I'm gonna end this conversation by saying this arm the teachers. Arm those teachers. Just arm them. 
Arm the teachers, arm the staff. Protect the kids. That's all I gotta say. Um, anywho, there was a trial that happened recently, um, over the last few months. Johnny Depp and Amber, and Amber Heard, a verdict has, has been reached. Thank God, honestly, because, you know, as someone who has gone through emotional abuse in my life, this is a great day for us. This is a great day for us, man, you know, because it clearly shows, hey, we can win an argument in something. We can. We can actually win in an argument. But at the same time, shame on Amber Heard for actually, you know, getting this into trial. If she is an actual victim of, of domestic abuse, then shame on Johnny. But in this case, everyone wins. Everyone wins. You get to show that abuse in women was real. Abuse in men actually still exists. Everyone wins, but good on Johnny for actually getting this on TV. Getting this broadcasted. Because, you know, Amber Heard, you're a piece of shit. I'll end it there. Um, let's see what else we got here on the list. This is probably going to be a short show, but I want to thank you once again for uh, for tuning in to us throughout oral stupidity, but here we go. What should the Maple Leafs do in order to win a playoff series? And, th- and then some. I guess you can say... Now, I understand Kyle Dubas, the GM of the Leafs, has said, we're not going to blow up the core, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that. But this case, you have to. I mean, the first player that probably comes to mind is William Nylander, because he might have the most trade value along with Marner, but even then, do you trade Tavares? Do you... Do you dare trade him? He's the captain. I mean, we saw it with the Kraken, who traded their captain, Mark Giordano, away to the aforementioned Maple Leafs. But, at the same time, I don't know. I mean, is Sheldon Keefe the right guy for head coach? Is Kyle Dubas the right pick for GM? We don't have the answers to these questions. We really don't. Um, now, continuing on. The name of this episode is called Stanislaus Woods Law Palace. Now certified in Nassau and Suffolk Counties. But, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk some shit. Um... Well, I guess, let's say if you're having a relationship or some shit, and people people miscommunicate, or if you're having communication difficulties, per se. Honestly, I'm not the kind of expert to talk about this stuff, but let's say, in theory, your your significant other's having a rough day. Like, let's say your, your boyfriend's having a rough day, and he doesn't want to talk about his stuff. There's some people that want to talk about this stuff, but don't know how. I say encourage them. 
Encourage your loved one to talk about their problems, their insecurities, their fears, their greatest wishes, their greatest, you know, tragedies. However it may be. I highly encourage you to talk about these things. Because this is what worse because this is what relationships are for. You communicate with people. That's what you're supposed to do. Communicate, have fun, do shit. You know, it's it's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have a good time. Life is meant to be enjoyed, you know. You enjoy life. Take your time to enjoy life. You know, and I understand there are a significant group of people that are like, oh, I don't know how to enjoy this. I don't know how to enjoy life. Well, find something you love to do. Go out to the beach if you're into that stuff. Go for a hike. Go learn a recipe. Go cook a new recipe. Learn how to cook. Do do this shit. Do that. You know, find something you never thought you would have enjoyed and go do it. You know, I know that doesn't... People were like, how does that involve relationships? Well, it does. Because if you look at something and you want to involve another person in it, then do that. If he or she wants to do the same thing as you, that's great. That's awesome. Because, really? I lost my train of thought. But really... If you enjoy your life by yourself, great. If you enjoy it with someone, that's also great. But really, there there are people out there who will put other people first instead of themselves, and that's a big mistake because in reality, you're the most important person in your life. There's no one more important than you in your life. And I understand that there are a lot of people that will put others first to set themselves. And that's where the anxiety kicks in. Because then you're worried about everything else instead of yourself. Now, anxiety and depression are a tricky thing because it's a bitch. But also it's a very touchy subject to discuss. Um... I myself deal with anxiety, depression, symptoms of bipolar, I guess you could call it that way. But what helps me in this case is I like to occupy my mind. I like to occupy myself with things I love to do, like podcasting, music, going to the beach, cooking, believe it or not. I can actually cook, yes. I love, you know, I love music. I love listening to music. I love listening to other podcasts. I love doing that stuff. I love going to the gym. Hell, I love the gym. But in terms of, you know, actually wanting to do, you know, to cure your anxiety or depression, you're never going to cure it. Everyone's nervous about everything. But the best way to do it is, like, if you want, If you're afraid of something, face your fears. If you're afraid of dying, face death. 
if you're afraid of, you know, talking to that guy or that girl, go talk to them. Face your fears. Don't be afraid of life. Don't be afraid of life. Because if you're constantly afraid, you're going to end up like, you know, people in, you know, the mattress-covered rooms or the or the cushion rooms or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't know. I need a police officer to help me out here <laughs> to help me understand what that room is. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, it's... It's, it's so touchy, but in the end, it's the best thing you could do for yourself. Just focus on the things you love to do or things you want to learn how to do. Play an instrument. Go ride horses. Take care of animals. You know, do, do, take care of other animals besides horses or, or including horses. You know, do that stuff. Occupy your mind. Don't just sit on your phone and then wonder, why is my depression getting worse? Or is my anxiety getting worse? Probably because you're occupying your mind with this fucking thing, your phone. You should not be doing that. Focus on, you know, if you're pissed off or anxious about, you know, that person's better than me or that, that that's a loser mentality. You you want to get in that mindset of like, fuck, that guy's better than me. I got to get to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to get better. I got, if, I, if that person's better, competition's good. Competition is so good for you because it pushes you to want to get better in life. It, it makes you want to get better. And I could go on a whole rant about this, really, but probably shouldn't. But then again, what the hell do I know? Not a whole lot. Um, listen, guys, um, mental health awareness is huge um, to me. I try my best to express my thoughts with mental health, but... You know, I would like to express, you know, my gratitude for people. People in my life that actually really do, like, generally care. You know, for a long time, I never expected myself to really be cared about. Because for a long time, I I always thought that no one cared. Or no one actually would listen. Or no one really gave a shit. Or even acknowledge my existence. And that goes back to childhood. You know, that shit stays with you. And even now, as, you know, I talk to my friends or my loved ones in general. I feel like I have this thought in my head that no one really cares. And I gotta get that in my head to like, hey, people do give a shit about you. People really do give a shit. It's just me. I'm too blind to see it. I don't know, guys. That's that's me rambling on, ranting and shit. But let's keep going. Um, Sasha Banks and Naomi stripped of the tag team titles because of unprofessionalism. Um, they walked out on Raw, or was it? Because they felt like they weren't respected as champions. And a new tournament will be held to determine the new 
Women's Tag Team Champions. And... Honestly, when I look at this... When I look at this whole thing, I say to myself, good God, man, what the fuck? Are really people that sensitive? Now, honestly, people are, are siding with Sasha Banks and Naomi. Good for them. Good for Sasha and Naomi to walk out on shitty creative. That is the WWE. Because, good God, it's bad. People in a trash AEW for the same shit. But meanwhile, it's a three-year company. Literally in their third year. And they're slowly turning into TNA. But regardless... I digress. Um, but they're all... So, Sasha Banks and Naomi were indefinitely suspended by the WWE because of their actions, yada, yada, yada. And... Honestly... I have no thoughts on this other than just... Good for them. Good for them. They walked on creative. Good for them. I didn't even know John Laurinaitis was still in WWE until like two weeks ago. I didn't even know this. Or whenever that event took place. But... Um... Honestly, this whole thing is just one big gigantic clusterfuck. It really is. It's one big gigantic clusterfuck. Speaking of clusterfucks, Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher go to war over NIL. Um, Ironic. Nick Saban calls out Jimbo Fisher for buying every player in Texas A&M's recruiting class. Meanwhile, this fucker has done the same shit for close to 20 years. Huh? And people are siding with with Saban here? Jimbo's right. Coach Fisher is right. He is 100% right for calling out Nick Saban. On October 8th, when Texas A&M plays Alabama in Tuscaloosa, it's going to be fucking great. But... But... I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm probably just losing my shit here. But I'm also multitasking at the same time. Okay, so... If you probably don't know, Russell Wilson got traded to Denver and the expectations of the Broncos are as sky-high as they've been since 2012 when Peyton Manning first got to Denver. Good God. Um... People want to lose their shit. Like, oh, Denver's a Super Bowl team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I think they'll be very good. 
I think they might even win the AFC West, but I don't know. We'll see come playoff predictions when I do them in August and late July. Because I will do NFL previews on U Stadium again. I just got to, like, work on them still. I got to take some time to actually do them. But, I don't know, guy. I mean, head coach Nathaniel Hackett, first year as head coach of the Broncos. Um, he's been head coach for a long time. Has been a coach for a long time. They got really good offensive players. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself, good God, man. Like, really? Here's what's going to happen. They're going to start 5-2 and two or 7-2. and two. Ross is going to throw for like 28 touchdowns, four picks, and then he's going to come down to earth because that's what he always does. Nothing against Russell Wilson. It's just how he is. He wants to win MVP so bad. All right. See what you got. Because week one in Seattle, we will see. Um, but the expectations, I don't know. I mean, I just, I mean, which leads to our next topic, which teams will surprise people in the 2022 NFL season? The Jets, right off the top of the bat. The Jets, easily. Uh, both New York teams, actually, the Jets and Giants, might actually surprise people. Uh, the Giants might be good. The Jets? Honestly, as I look at the Jets, because I'm looking at the Jets' depth chart right now, and I see, because obviously they got Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, and Elijah Moore, receiver along with Braxton Berrios and Denzel Mims, if he's still there. CJ Uzoma, they got Michael Carter with Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, and Brees Hall. You know, a very good offensive line with... You know, George, you know, Mikai Becton, Lakin Tomlinson, Connor McGovern, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, and George Fant. CG Zoma, tight end. It all depends on Zach Wilson. It really does. It all depends on Zach. If they are really, really good, if they're really committed to Zach. By God damn it, they should be. Um, I also look at, okay, their defensive line is really good. You know, Franco Myers, Sheldon Rankins, Quinnen Williams, Carl Lawson, and Jermaine Johnson, Quincy Williams, C.J. Mosley, Marcel Harris, or how the fuck you pronounce his last name? Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, Jordan Whitehead, Marcus Joyner, DJ Reed. Jesus. I mean, 
it all depends on Zach. If Zach Wilson is good or good enough, then they'll be fine. But I don't know if they're a playoff team yet because the Patriots are still there. The Bills are still there, obviously. But it obviously depends. The Seahawks could make some splashes uh, this season. I mean, they look really good on paper. Not really good, but they look decent on paper. Like, they really do. Um, obviously, the, the updated depth chart says that they're still in a 4-3, but like they're, they're in a 3-4. Really? Um, I don't know. Maybe another team would be Washington. So that's three. If you don't include the Giants. Yeah, I think the I think the Commanders can do something. They need to change their logo. Is there is there a long snapper named Cameron Cheeseman? That's a great name. Um Jacksonville maybe is another one. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, I think Jacksonville can do something. I think so. Me, personally, I think they could. Um, and then the, and the NFC again. Even New Orleans. I think the Saints can do something. I really do. I think the Saints can do something. Me, personally, I really do. I think they could do something. Um, again, we'll see. Because Chris Richard is calling the defense now for Dennis Allen. That's a really good coaching staff, though. Dennis Allen's going to have gigantic shoes to fill with Sean Payton retiring. But we'll definitely see how this goes. Um, which nine head co- Which of the nine new head coaches will do the best in their first year? Oh, boy. Oh boy. Um lot of the nine head coaches, there's Lovey Smith, Doug Peterson, uh Lovey Smith with Houston, Doug Peterson, the Jaguars, Josh McDaniels with the Raiders, Brian Dable, New York Giants, Kevin O'Connell, Minnesota, um Matt Eberflus with the Chicago Bears, Dennis Allen, as I said before, with the Saints, Mike McDaniel, controversial hire still, but with the Miami Dolphins. And Nathaniel Hackett with the Broncos. Crap. Um, people want to throw Nathaniel Hackett in there, but I'm not going to... I'm going to take Hackett out of there and say... Probably Dable, honestly. I mean, he's got the most pressure at this case. Because it's the Giants. And he's he's working with a team that is like, alright. Let's go see how good brought how good Daniel Jones is. They really did have a very good draft. 
first two picks, I mean, Kevon Thibodeau and then Evan Neal, that's really good. And they got Ricky Seals-Jones, Jordan Atkins at tight end. They got Matt Breida, Saquon, obviously. And then the offensive line looks promising. It really does. It really looks promising, guys. Um, and then defensively, they look pretty good. I mean, again, it all depends. On how good they are, really? Um, I think the Giants will be pretty good. I'm not sure. I mean, it all depends. All right, here we go. Next up in the Department of Bullshit. um, CM Punk wins the AEW World title over Hangman Adam Page at double or nothing. Then goes on the injured list. An interim champion will be crowned at New Japan Pro Wrestling's um, Forbidden Door pay-per-view with AEW in Chicago. Alright. It was great to see CM Punk World the World title. It was really great to see. Um... But at the same time, it sucks to see him injured. But I think this would be great for MJF, who might have a new contract. We don't know. But if it all turns out great, we will see MJF as the new world heavyweight champion. If he does resign with AEW, that is. That'd be great. CM Punk and MJF title unification match would be fucking awesome. That really would. Um, but it was cool to see CM Punk win the world title over Hangman Adam Page, who wasn't really a great champion. It was awesome to see him win the world title over Kenny Omega. It was awesome. But at the same time, oh boy, um, People are pissed, rightfully so, because it's like, holy shit, we have to do something. I mean, it's, it's not we have to do something, but holy shit, AEW is really pulling into good use of their hometown, of their homegrown kids. Uh, they are. They're none of them are world title material other than Darby Allen and MJF. That's it. That's literally it. But then again, what do I know? Not a whole lot. Uh... New York Rangers and Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending champion Lightning, are in the Eastern Conference Finals in the NHL. The Rangers, as of last night, are currently up two games to nothing over the two-time defending champions. Please, I have never rooted for the Rangers harder than to do this. Please kick their asses for us in the Islanders. Um... I want to say Rangers in five... But I also think Rangers in six would be more likely to happen. Again, it ultimately depends on who outplays who. If the Rangers play their game, they're beating Tampa. If the Lightning can catch up to the Rangers, 
they'll be the, the Lightning will win. But the Rangers are out physicaling the Tampa Bay Lightning. They really are. Um, in the Western Conference side, the Colorado Avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers will be duking it out for the West. Colorado's currently up two games to so nothing as well. I think Edmonton wins in six. Six or seven, either or. I think the Oilers win. Um, they do have that 2018 St. Louis Blues vibe to them, where they're like, all right, no one's going to beat us if we play our game. They got an interim head coach. Connor McDavid's best player on the ice, obviously. And they do have like that that 2018 Blues kind of vibe to them. Stanley Cup pick. Game of the Oilers over the Rangers in six games. All right. Good deal. Uh, the NBA Finals are here in Boston and Golden State. Are duking it out with the Celtics currently up one nothing in their series as this is recording. But Celtics in six. No, no analysis because I am not in the mood to analyze an NBA final series like this one. I just, I, I, I want to see some good basketball, please, please. Um, and finally, Top Gun Two Maverick was apparently an awesome movie. They drew four hundred million dollars in box office right out of the gate, or something like that. It was wow. I think it was something like that. I was like, holy shit. That's a lot of dough. Um, listen. Good good for them. They deserved it. Um, listen, I... I, I want to say good for them. Actually, yeah, good for them. But... All right. That'll do it for us here on today's episode of Time to BS. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is Daniel Smooth signing off, and be sure to find us on YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, TikTok at Time to BS Podcast, Twitter at Time to BS Podcast, and on Instagram, same handle. I am Daniel Smooth. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and I will see you guys next time.